Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G, where we discuss anything and everything with absolutely no sugar and no crossing. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, all our stories here are totally uncooked. We serve them up to you raw, the way they should be. So go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee, your tea, or your latte, whichever you prefer, and let me in your home for the next few minutes, and uh, uh, I'll be sure to enlighten you with a nice story. My name is Ted Greer, and you're listening to Chilling with Teddy G. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Let's jump right into this next story where we have a, uh, a Newark uh, police officer has been um, charged and indicted in a traffic stop for uh, shooting uh, several men, which one of them died. And uh, uh, according to the prosecutor, this was the first fatal uh, police-involved shooting to result in an indictment in uh, Essex County in uh, recent memory. But the uh, Newark uh, a cop is now facing charges for allegedly shooting and killing a man fleeing from a traffic stop. Uh, that he tells uh, uh, NBC News Channel 4 in an exclusive interview. Uh, the Newark cop faces uh, criminal charges after a uh, January 28th traffic stop that led to a, uh, a shooting that left one man dead. The prosecutors announced that uh, Jonathan uh, Crispo, 26, was indicted on aggravated manslaughter and other charges in May. He has uh, previously been suspended without pay. The uh, the two Newark men in the car, 35-year-old Andrew Dixon and 46-year-old uh, Gregory Griffin, uh, were shot. Griffin died the next day. The uh, Newark... Uh, Police officer charged with uh, manslaughter for allegedly shooting and killing a man fleeing a traffic stop after a horroring uh, pursuit caught on his own uh, body camera. Tells News 4 in an exclusive interview that he would do it again if put in that same situation. I'm sure he would. I'll tell you why later on, too. Uh, I could have been dead. The 26-year-old Jonathan Cripso said his first comment since he was indicted by an Essex County grand jury on May 1st believed my actions kept me alive. I think about the four kids I have and I thank God uh, I got to go home to them that night. Uh, Cripso described in detail how perspectives of the events as they unfolded late that night of uh, January 28th, a timeline that he says included an estimated uh, seven gunshots fired only by his department-issued weapon that ultimately ended in the death of 46-year-old Gregory Griffin, another Newark man in the car at the time, which was 35-year-old Andrew Dixon, was wounded in the fray, uh, but survived. Uh, according to uh, to uh, uh, Jonathan uh, Cripso, uh, New York Newark 
was on high alert at the time. In the two months leading up to the shooting, he said he arrested six, six people and recovered eight guns. He says uh, his lieutenant had warned officers before they went out that January night to expect a retaliation shooting in the city. Cripso described that week as a most uh, uh, drastic week he experienced in his two years on the force. But he says he wasn't trigger happy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I can't tell. Anyway, he says, trigger uh, happy? No, never, Clipso said. I never think about firing my weapon unless my life is at risk. Somebody's life is at risk. Um, and to Calypso, his life and the lives of others were at risk that Monday night in January. Okay, now, now I saw this video. And at no time did this man attempt to shoot at him or any other uh, cops or bystanders that night. I find his uh, uh, story to be totally bogus and uh, with no credit and no merit as to warrant him firing his uh, service revolver three different times at three different locations. If you ask me, the only one who had a, uh, um, was dangerous and negligent that night was him. Because uh, who knows where those bullets went that, um, that missed the vehicle and that missed the uh, occupants. Which, mind you, he only saw the weapon and he claims that the, um, Weapon was pointed at him, but I did not see this in any of the body cam footage that uh, that was later on uh, released. So uh, you go figure how he's uh, justifying that. And no one else is uh, backing him up in statements or fired their service revolver themselves. And there was uh, quite a few police um vehicles chasing this guy but he was the only one that um that felt the need to fire his service revolver none of the officers uh, found the need to do that anyway uh as he tells us another officer um radioed in that an armed suspect fled a a traffic stop uh, yeah off of his word that's why they radio in because he said it, not because they saw it. Um, Crispo, who on patrol with his partner, said uh, he saw a car coming at them headed on and told his partner to make a U-turn. There was a pursuit. The suspect vehicle slowed. Uh, uh, Crispo said he went to get out of his car and could see both of the driver and the passenger through the windshield and the driver's side window. Despite the, the glass being tinted, the vehicle sped off again before he had a chance to do anything further. He got back in the patrol car with his partner and they started to pursue 
of the other vehicle. Now, mind you, he just said that that he could see the driver and the passenger through the windshield and the driver's side window, despite the windows being tinted. He said he still saw in there, but at this point, he mentions no gun. And uh, according to the body cam where I saw, he uh, had a chance to uh, speak to the individual. Uh, Then the suspect's car stopped a second time. Uh, Crispo said his partner stopped this uh, their vehicle and Crispo got out. He ran around the back of the patrol vehicle and tried to open the passenger door. As I opened it, I could see the passenger holding the gun directly at me. And, and at that moment, I fired my weapon. Now, mind you, you didn't open up these people's uh, door. So up until then, you're saying you didn't see a weapon. But then you're saying you saw a weapon, so you started firing. You said you saw the weapon. And you said he's holding it directly at you. But the man didn't fire the weapon. I don't see him holding a gun on you with the intentions of of harming you or killing you and don't fire the weapon. To me, it sounds like in the, the heat of the moment that that's what you felt or that's what you thought. Even though we did find a, a, a they did find a vehicle, uh, I mean a, a gun um, in the vehicle. And then Sakipso said that he fired one shot at first, then two more as he ran back toward the uh, patrol car. The suspect vehicle drove off again. For a third time, Crispo and his partner engaged in a pursuit. The 26-year-old described seeing the passenger door opening and closing, reaccounting he concerned that the passenger would jump out and run or fire out the uh, door. I didn't see any of this in in this video. That's why I want you guys to go back and check this video out and see if you can confirm uh, 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 Crispo's uh, allegations, because I couldn't. At that moment, I got out a split-second decision to make. I see the passenger holding the gun. At, uh, at that moment, I fired again. Uh, Crispo estimating he shot another two bullets. And again, Crispo said the suspect's vehicle started to drive away. Again, he saw the passenger door start to open. Now, I believe all of this is in his imagination because I never saw this in this video. Y'all check it out and let me know. And Crispo said he told his partner the uh, passenger had pointed a gun at him. Um, The suspect's vehicle uh, slowed. Crispo said he got out of the patrol car, raced to the passenger side, and could uh, and could see still the man with the handgun, fearing that uh, 
he would shoot through the door, Crispo said he fired his weapon two more times. Then he opened the passenger side door and saw a gun. Once that uh, that would later be confirmed to have been a loaded semi-automatic weapon on the uh, floorboard. Crispo said he took off. The passenger seatbelt tried to pull him, tried to put him in handcuffs and call for an ambulance to help the uh, wounded man. The man died the next day. Prosecutors uh, have challenged Crispo's uh, statement that he could see the passenger holding a weapon. I, I know he did because I sure couldn't. And I watched the entire video and I never saw any of that. How could he see through the tenant windows? And they were very dark guys. That's the reason why he's using the excuse about uh, the guy. Uh, I opened the door and I, I saw the weapon because he know he couldn't see them weapons through that, but through that uh, tenant window. But I'm going to tell you what, what was going on. As I said, I would tell you uh, 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 earlier on in the video. This guy was out for blood, plain and simple. He said, uh, uh, he said, I got to kill tonight and I'm going to make it happen. That's the only reason why he kept running up to this uh, uh, um, uh, vehicle, these defenders, uh, a vehicle, because he wanted that kill shot. And he did something I ain't never seen no other officers do before. You uh, kept getting out of his vehicle and running up to the uh, vehicle to where he's saying he saw the gun. Now, most cops, you know what they say. They fear from their life and they shoot from a distance. But this guy is bold and brazen and he's running directly up to the uh, side of the vehicle. He even tells you in there uh, several times he opened the vehicle. Why would you put yourself in the in, in the line of fire when no other officers I have ever heard in history are doing that? So you're doing this wild Bill Hickok thing and you're running up to the door and, and you're, you're firing into this vehicle. No, come on! It's plainly obviously that you saw a uh, you saw a kill tonight, and that you were going to make it, and you was going to be the only one who made it. That's the reason why you didn't fire from the safety of your vehicle or try to talk the people down. Once they stopped, you open your door, you get on your knees, you point your weapon, and you talk these guys down. This was not in your repertoire or your. Uh, your your uh, what you uh, was going to do tonight? This was not a part of. That's the reason why you didn't do it. Your your initial um, initial thought tonight was I'm going to kill me these guys. That was your only solution to what was going on because they ran from you. Oh, I got to kill. And I'm going to be the one to make sure that uh, I'm the one who kill her. We know that's the reason why you kept running up to the vehicle every time you stop. And I'm listening to your partner in there saying it multiple times. Calm down. Calm, Calypso, calm down. 
You did not listen to your pastor. That's why I want y'all to go back and listen to this entire video. I don't have it here. I have a, a small snippet from um, from NBC News 4, which I will let you guys hear, but it's not playing the whole thing, and you're not hearing his partner telling him on three or four different occasions, dude, calm down. Stay in the car. Calm down. Uh he had no intentions on calming down. He had no intentions on letting these guys live past this incident. I guarantee that he had no intentions on letting these guys live the night. It just so happened that the passenger, the one who he says had the gun, was the only one who wasn't fatally shot. Anyway, uh, uh, getting back to the prosecutor, he just said, uh, uh, how could he see a gun through these tinted windows? And Calypso insisted that the, uh, the lidded lights and siren from the police vehicle as well as the street lights gave him a clear view through the passenger's window and to anyone who denies he could have seen a, a weapon through the tinted window in the pitch black of night. Crispo said, that's a lie. It's not a lie. It's common sense. It, it, it's common sense what you did. It's common sense on why you did it. You was you were going to have a kill tonight under uh, any circumstances. And this is the reason why you chased this vehicle down on three separate occasions, jumped out of your vehicle and fired at the defendants. Anyway, the officer was indicted uh, um, in late May, nearly four months after the deadly uh, chase on charges including aggravated manslaughter, aggravated assault, possession of a weapon for an unlawful purpose, and official misconduct. Prosecutor said it was the first fatal police involved shooting to result in an indictment in recent memory. In, in announcing the indictment, prosecutor described Calypso's action as criminal and said that they were not in line with his training. Now, I will say this too. I believe that, uh, uh, that because he looks like a a, a non-white may be the reason why they are uh, were adamant on charging him. They weren't quick about doing it because it took over four months. But if you look at it, he's one of the officers who, who rarely gets placed on administrative leave without pay. Was the number one thing I noticed without pay, which is normally what they do. And then during the course of what's going on, I heard no one backing them up. Why? No one else fired their weapons. No one else, you know, uh, uh, saw fit that to engage. And maybe there's some, uh, and I do have some speculation behind that, but I'll keep my speculation to myself. But there was definitely a reason why none of the other police officers fired their service revolvers when it was clearly broadcasted on the radio that the men they were chasing was involved i mean did have a weapon on them 
that was definitely um, broadcasted over the radio. But even though it was broadcasted, no one else felt the need to fire their weapons. Hmm, I wonder why is that? So, in announcing the indictment, prosecutors uh, described Calypso's action as criminal and said that they were not in line with his training. He showed a reckless disregard for human life by shooting into a moving vehicle, a vehicle which had uh, heavily tinted windows, acting uh, S.A. County Prosecutor Theodore Steppen said. Uh, to that, um, Crispo's response is simple. He wasn't in my shoes. He didn't see the gun pointed directly at his face. He didn't see the car driving erratic, pulling others' lives in danger. I saw a vehicle at 11 o'clock at night driving 70 miles an hour on the other side of the road, putting people's lives at risk. We didn't receive any training that could help me with that um, incident right there. With split-second decisions, Crispo added, you have to go with your gut. What you think has to do to survive. And I'm going to say this about as far as that goes. I don't know if that's the case or not, but I know that you do get some driving course training in there. I mean, heck, even the um, the the comedy movie uh, Police Academy showed uh, training for this type of thing that he's telling us that he hasn't received training for. Come on, they made a com a com uh, um a comedy movie about this specific training that he's telling you that uh, uh he don't receive. Please. Anyway, uh, no uh, police officers were injured in the shooting. No other officers fired their weapons. Crystal said that because no other cop um, got as close to the vehicle as he did. Which goes to show you that that's his inexperience in that in that his uh that he was a rookie. But I ain't never seen no cops run up to a car where they know that a loaded weapon is in the car and the windows are tinted. These are Rick rookie moves. But not only were they rookie moves, it was moved that he said, "I'm going to get this kill tonight, and I'm going to be the only one who get it." So he, that was his two rookie mistakes there that he wanted to kill and that he was going to get it. Um, alone. So he's running up on the armed vehicle because they found the weapon in the car. Well, he's running up on an armed vehicle with tinted windows, but at the same time, he's going to say he's fearing for his life because they pointed the weapon at him, but they never fired it, even if they pointed it, which I don't believe they did. I believe he saw it in some kind of shape, form, or fashion. But them people didn't pull that weapon on him because if they had pulled it and pointed at him, they would have fired. The only shots that was fired that night came from him. And he shot on three separate different occasions. So if them guys had an intent to kill him, then they would have started shooting back after the first attempt where he fired two rounds. When they stopped again to put a second time, 
probably in hopes that they could get this ended and over with, he starts shooting again. But these guys wasn't hit yet, and they didn't return any fire. Come on, people. I got to tell you right now, this guy was just out for blood on his own. He was a rookie cop, only been out there two years, and he wanted his first kill. And he broke all type of procedures and all type of policies in order and made all type of rookie mistakes in order to make that happen. And now he's finding himself on the other end of the law. Plain and simple. Now, uh, it goes on and say here that uh, 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 because no other cop got as close as I did, which we understood, uh, of course they wouldn't. I was the only one who had the gun pointed at me. Yeah, of course you was. You was the only one who was close up on the vehicle, who was stupid enough to get up on the vehicle more than once after you knew that there was a gun in the inside. Prosecutors released uh, uh, the graphic body camera uh, and the dash uh, camera video as well as the dispatch audio related to the police chase and shooting in Clipso's body camera video footage. You can hear someone, presumably Crispo, telling the other officers in the police cars at one point, I think I shot him. I seen a gun. I pointed a gun at me, or he pointed a gun at me. He also showed him, uh, showed him fire at the uh, at the car on three separate occasions. The last at the uh, nearly uh, point blank range. He got point blank range in distance of these guys. Opened that door and fired on these people. Oh yeah, I'm going to have blood tonight. It was in his eyes. It was running through his veins. I'm going to have it. And that's the reason why he did what he did. While the public may view him as a killer because of the body cam video and the portrait he said prosecutors have painted of him, uh, Crispo says uh, he didn't find the grand jury saw all of the footage that led up to the deadly shooting. He testified uh, voluntarily before the grand jury and, and tells News 4 he still feels he saved lives that day. No, you didn't save lives that day. You killed one and injured the other one. And outside of that, nobody else got hurt. But I'm, this clearly, you these guys could have been talked down. They stopped on more than one occasion. And uh, they probably were trying to give themselves up. But, but because of your um, gun-toting, uh, uh, I'm in the Wild West shooting type attitude is the reason why they continue to take off. I would have kept taking off. Because it was obvious you was not going to let me give myself up. That was obvious. That was one thing that we know. You were not going to let those guys uh, give up. No, sir. On three separate occasions, they tried. And you kept them making the attempt of killing them until you finally got it all. And if I had the time, I'd find this full video instead of playing this news clip. But something is better than nothing. Listen at this, ladies and gentlemen. And you'll see what I'm talking about. This guy had no intentions on letting them get away. 
or just doing his job to protect helpless citizens. Tonight, a police officer facing criminal charges adamantly insists he did the right thing. Now, the charges stem from a chaotic series of events. The officer caught on police video opening... On police video opening fire three times. Tonight, Giovanni Crespo is breaking his silence to the I-team Sarah Wallace, saying he wants to set the record straight. Sarah joining us now from New York with her exclusive one-on-one -on -one interview, Sarah. Well, Natalie and Chuck, this is the block where Officer Crespo fired a third and final time. Was he essentially a criminal with a badge or a good cop who looked danger directly in the eye and refused to back down? The police body and dash cam video is disturbing and intense. Newark police officer Giovanni Crespo fires at a fleeing car not once, not twice, but three times at three different locations during a police pursuit in late January that continued through the darkened streets of Newark for more than two miles. The driver was killed, the sole passenger critically injured. Now, Officer Crespo, the sole cop to fire his gun that deadly night, is talking only to the I-team. How do you think the public looks at you? Uh, as a killer. How do you look at yourself? I did what I had to do, for lack of better words. I don't want to say hero, but I believe I saved lives like that. But the grand jury saw it differently. Last month, indicting Crespo on aggravated manslaughter and assault charges. The Essex County prosecutor. This officer's conduct that night was criminal. The attorney general's use of force guidelines say officers should fire on moving vehicles as a last resort and only if there is an imminent danger of death or serious bodily harm to the officer or another person. The prosecutor says that you didn't follow your training. Did you? We didn't receive any training that, that can help me with that incident right there. With split second decisions, you have to go with your gut and what you think you have to do to survive. Crespo initially joined the pursuit after the driver fled a traffic stop. I could see the passenger holding the gun pointed directly at me. At that moment, I fired my weapon. There would be two more encounters. I could see the passenger holding the gun still in his possession. And then the fatal shot. At that moment, I fired my weapon two more times. I opened the passenger side door. I see the gun on the floorboard. Why were you the only one who fired? I was the only one that got out of my vehicle when I was in that, that close. The I-team obtained this. Now, excuse me for interrupting, but you did. Did you hear what he said? When he made the final shots, he said he opened the passenger door, saw the gun on the floorboard, and then popped off the next couple of rounds that uh, that killed the driver and um, injured the uh, the passenger. After he's openly admitting right now that he saw the gun on the floorboard before he made the final kill shot. There you go, right there. This letter Crespo's attorney sent to prosecutors last week, accusing them of creating a media circus by initially releasing inflammatory, hand-picked, and the most prejudicial portions of the video. It's already demonized my client. He's a renegade cop. He's shooting. Nobody else is shooting.
shooting. I mean, that's absolute virtual insanity. Toscano notes video shows the suspect's car driving in the wrong lane down streets and speeding. <laughs> Drugs were found in the car along with the loaded gun. In a statement, the prosecutor's office said it is barred from litigating our case outside of the courtroom. That said, we categorically deny any ethical improprieties. Any allegation that we withheld video footage is simply erroneous. Would you do it again if you were placed in the same situation? Yes. Right now, I'm talking to you. I could have I could have been dead. Yeah, well, he had to say that, ladies and gentlemen, because he didn't already did what he did. Yeah, that's just, that's an intelligent answer to give. If you were confronted with the same situation again, would you do things the same way? Yeah, yeah, I would. I'm, that's What else are you going to say? Are you going to say no and admit that what you did the first time was wrong? Come on, people. I'm talking to the intelligent people here, not the trolls. Charge of the shooting death of a driver fleeing police. The wild body cam video just released that raises serious concerns about the officer's conduct. That indictment comes nearly three months after that officer was suspended without pay and an investigation was launched. Tonight, Officer Giovanni Crespo is in custody. The 26-year-old charged with aggravated manslaughter, aggravated assault, and two counts of possession of a weapon for an unlawful purpose. News 4, Shaggy Beckford is live in Newark with the play-by-play -play of exactly what happened there that January night, Shaggy. Well, Natalie, this all started when a female officer spotted a gun during a traffic stop. It ended with a deadly pursuit. And tonight, the Essex County prosecutor says Officer Giovanni Crespo acted in a criminal manner. Now, they released video, body cam and dash cam video where it shows Newark police officer, 26-year-old Giovanni Crespo, shooting at a fleeing car on January 28th. <laughs> That was the first time Crespo yelling shots, uh, yelling shots fired, shots fired into his radio, shot at that car. A short time later, when the car stops, he fires again. And then this. Stop. Stop the car. Get down. Get out the car. Get out the car. Get out the car. That was the end of that pursuit. Crespo shooting at the car for the third time and last time at the passenger side window at nearly point blank range. An Essex County grand jury today handing down a six count indictment against Crespo, including aggravated manslaughter and aggravated assault. Driver Gregory Griffin was killed. Passenger Andrew Dixon critically wounded and apparently agitated. Chris Crespo could be heard in the video saying he shot both of them. He's also heard saying several times that someone in the car pointed a gun at him. But the DA says Crespo's actions were not in line with his training. It is the state's position that this officer's conduct that night was criminal. He showed a reckless disregard for human life by shooting into a moving vehicle a vehicle which had heavily tinted windows. The grand jury agreed with us and the charges resulted.
Now, the DA says Officer Crespo was arrested this evening, and he could face life in prison if convicted on all counts. We're live in Newark tonight. Checky Beckford, News for New York. All right, Checky, thank you. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. What needs else to be said is is uh, guilty as charged. We'll be back with the sentencing, and that's it. Okay, that's it. There's nothing else that needs to be said. If they follow through with uh, 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 their indictment, but it's hard to say with this uh, uh, um, injustice justice system. It's very hard to say. Now, I know he might be hoping that uh, he get off on this. I doubt if he do, because he don't want to go to jail and get uh, exactly what he deserves. That's right. You heard it here first. So if he ends up going to jail, we know exactly what he's going to get. He's a cop, too. Oh, boy. I, I just hate to hear it. Anyway, I appreciate you guys listening to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G. I want to uh, thank you for letting me into your homes and your, your offices or your workplaces no, uh, or your cars, wherever you may happen to be. Thank you for enjoying another episode of uh, Chilling with Teddy G. I'm sure you're finished with that uh, uh, latte by now. And I hope you guys tune in tomorrow for uh, another episode. I'd, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you here. Well, you know how I got to get the legal stuff out of the way. So this copyright disclaimer under Title 17 of the uh, USC uh, Section uh, 107 allowed is to be made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comments, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. The fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing nonprofit, educational, and or personal use and tips that balance in the favor of uh, fair use. So all images and uh, music of uh, Fox, I mean, not Fox, but NBC News is uh, uh, strictly the use of uh, fair use and uh, nonprofit. I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G. And please have yourself a safe and a blessed day. Mm-hmm.